Voice of the Potential podcast is proudly sponsored by a new social media app called Circle of Jerks. It is a social media site for guys who are master debaters and discuss a wide variety of topics from video games to politics to guns to storming the Capitol, among other things. All the men in this group are out of luck in the love department and are gathering together to discuss their sexual frustrations. Oh, hold on. Shane, are we sponsored by incels? I don't think so, man. Our sponsorship department here bets these guys pretty good. I, plus, I made a shit ton of money on Wall Street off these dudes. It gotta be legit. Just keep going. Okay. Use the promo code INCELLBIT together and receive 15% off your first month subscription to the site and to their monthly newsletter called Starting the National Rebellion Against Women. Oh, yeah. These are incels. Yeah. But, you know, fuck it. Money's money. I joined. I don't see anything wrong with these American heroes. We're doing great. <laughs> Keep sending money. <laughs> Women! Wait, no! <laughs> I, I got all riled up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, we're also proudly sponsored here at Wasted Potential Podcast by uh, Holidates. So, this isn't to be confused with that shithole movie, Holidate. These are literal holograms that will come to your house and take your woman on a date so you don't have to this Valentine's Day. Are you in a long-term relationship and just flat out of ideas? I know I am. Sorry, babe. You can have any celebrity or anyone that you program into a holiday come and take your wife out. And with the new technology, they can touch, feel, and smell the hologram. Uh, the realism is so real that I have yet to see uh, any negative reviews or any woman turn it down. In fact, I can't get my girl off the service. How about you, Ronnie? My wife loves this hologram service here. She chose the Idris Elba model and definitely loves the smell aspect of this. Says he smells like a man and treats her like a man, unlike me. But our marriage has never been happier. I have all this time to podcast, play video games, and play my March Against the Capitol. I know. I mean, a lot of people might consider this like digital cuckolding or something, but, you know, tomato, tomato, I've... Uh, since I've started, I've gone back to school, gotten a lot done, I'm podcasting now. If you don't like it, then fuck off, but I really love this sponsor. I hope they never go away. And this is in no way copyrighted from the TV show Futurama. Fuck! Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast, where we here put our foots, foot so far in our mouths that they'll never be retrieved. <laughs> Welcome. This is our Valentine's Day special. Uh, if you're asking, why isn't it released on Valentine's Day? Because we have lives, so fuck you, okay? <laughs> also, I had to schedule the holiday and everything, but so we are going today to be watching my favorite rom-com of all time. Uh, Ronnie's going to heavily disagree with me, but uh, Crazy Stupid Love, starring Emma Stone, Steve Carell, and Ryan Gosling, along with some other big stars that make appearances. Uh, it's kind of a romantic comedy, and it's long as fuck. So strap in. Today, Ronnie, do you want to introduce our drinking game for today? We have our usual drinking game, so we will call it out if it pops up on the screen here. Uh, my drinking game is... We're going to drink every time somebody in the film is holding a drink, which is a lot. Yeah, happens a lot. And then um, we're also going to drink every time someone slaps or hits somebody. A lot of a lot of hitting. 
So, um, like you said, strap on for this Valentine's Day podcast, as we'll be drinking a lot, and we'll be drinking our signature drink today, Cupid's Chokehold. And it is basically a Shirley Temple with some vodka, and the description will, description will be below. I was going to call it a, an adult Shirley Temple. That sounds better. It's basically the same thing. It's all it really is. It's delicious, though, but it tastes like a Jolly Rancher with vodka. Yeah. Um... This week, Shane's in charge of shot or not, so he'll be giving us trivia, and I'll guess true or false, play along with us. And finally, because I think this movie's going to be miserable, I have another game called Celebrity Couple Challenge, in which I'm going to list off the name of a celebrity, and then three potential people that they have or have not dated. Shane's to guess which one of the three is false. This is going to be interesting, because Ryan Gosling's made his way through half of Hollywood and the music industry, so... Yeah, you think he's been through a lot. Just right. We've got some people. we got some people. They, they're they running trains in Hollywood. They're just passing around the book. All right. So join us in the season of love on this journey of love and how crazy and stupid it is. And a three, two, one, go. We're at 16 seconds. In the film, you should see, you should see a uh, montage of people's feet because nothing says delicious and Valentine's Day like foot fetish. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of sweet. They're all like, you know, that you can tell the couples that are together. They're rubbing feet. Even though I don't rub feet. I don't know. No, it's gross. Yeah, especially with shoes. I feel like it would hurt. Ew, she doesn't even have shoes. <laughs> That's a good cut, though, to, to his New Balance. And then, obviously, symbolism. They're not touching each other. Their marriage is falling apart. Oh, so I have issues with this first intro. They set it up like, oh, look how awful they are. Did the writers of this not, are they not in long-term relationships? Because I've had this conversation and watched like, my fiance is like, yep, we're going to leave. I've been thinking about leaving him for a long time. But we've had this. Like this is, every couple just goes, hey, what are we going to have for a dessert? And you have the, a dessert conversation. That doesn't mean your love life is dead. Mm-hmm. They, um, well, drink because Supergirl's wine right there. Oh, yeah. But they, my biggest criticism of this film is the character development is lacking when everybody except Steve Carell, and I think his character development is like backwards, which we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm. Um, but I, I actually, I, I watched it again, and I really enjoy it. I kind of this time though, uh, get a little disappointed because it's not, it doesn't feel how people act. It's too out there. You're like, no, like yeah, Ryan Gosling no. would probably be able to get away with acting like this but not as much as you would think hey look it's a cracked photo obvious symbolism is obvious lot, lot i'm gonna say that a lot today <laughs> this is definitely not your type of movie there's no cults you know there's a happy <laughs> ending <laughs> it needs 100 percent more sex cults um <laughs> but um i don't know a good romantic comedy is good to me. Like, I don't know. Crazy's Rich Asian, Asians. I just said I Asians. I fucking hate that uh, Asians, I think, is an excellent movie, but I think it has a little more, like, depth and culture to it. It's interesting to me. So there are some I like. Uh, this movie is just so cringeworthy. We just watched a young girl walking in on a young boy masturbating. This whole thing should have been cut. I yes. hate that. It, there's no point to it. Like, they should have just played like he's a weirdo. He's supposed to be like this, Ah, oh, that's what love is. No, no, he's a fucking weirdo who probably should be put in prison, and by the end of the movie, she should be put in prison too. 
for what yeah. she does. We'll, 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 we'll get there. <laughs> We are going to get there about like how this movie falls off the rails for me the last, the last hour of this. I actually enjoy this for the first hour, but the ironic part is that's the bad part of the movie. You shouldn't be enjoying the first part, but it's the most fun part. We'll get to that in a little bit. I, uh, well, I want to mention what I do like is I love Julianne Moore and I love Steve Carell. They have good chemistry in this movie. They, they feel authentic. Well, they're, Oscar-winning actors. Um, I think the writing isn't good, but I feel like they have a good chemistry because it's not entirely... It's like she makes it clear that it's his fault they're getting divorced, but if you really... Like you said before, if you understand marriages and love, it's a two-way street. Right. And and you have to communicate, and they obviously have communication issues, and instead we just get thrown into, she cheated on him. That's all we get to know is she made a mistake, and then apparently he's lame. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and it turns out he's not lame. He's actually a cool dude. But uh, I think. This... But then by the end of the movie, they say he's a bad dude because <sighs> he womanizes. Oh my god! Yeah, because that's bad. But it. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just not even. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What I think is funny is uh, how Steve Carell and Julianne Moore argue. Is how my wife and I argue. Is uh, she Steve Carell? She will go quiet and not want to talk to me. I'll throw her. Throw herself out of the car. Yeah, she'll drive herself out of the car, but I will literally dig a hole and keep on digging when we have arguments. Why the fuck won't you talk? <laughs> and then I should just, I should just crash the car and fly out because I'm, <laughs> I'm already killing myself if I keep talking. Uh, I would say my girl and I don't argue. She just gets me um, later on in ways that I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I don't think you're very complex. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, where are all my socks? <laughs> <laughs> hey babe i like boobs i know Shane. thanks okay good <laughs> that's another thing is she understands to just tune me out so like when i'll be like you know what i'm saying she's like what what did you say i'm like you didn't listen to any of that she's like should i have? <laughs> i'm like that's why i love you <laughs> i think every person who knows you has learned to turn you <laughs> she's like i never know what i need to listen to you <laughs> I like when this movie delves into chaos like this. This it happens again later when the like the fist fight happens. Mm. But I like when it's it, when it's an absolute mess. It's not realistic, but it's fun. <laughs> and like when he's like telling his son right then and there, "Mom cheated on me. I tripped out of a car. How is broccoli?" <laughs> and it's just, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid, but it's actually fun. the cops like wait. So who's David Lindhog? You okay? So you're <laughs> doing this, and then but you got okay. <laughs> I hate her friend. Her friend, just sleep <laughs> it. it now, is a world class. <laughs> like, oh god, damn I it. hate her so much. Any human being that would act like this is awful. She's actively trying to sabotage her relationship, and not in a healthy way. She's like, "Why aren't you getting dicked?" Like, <laughs> like, they have drinks in their hand. Yeah. Well, she has a drink in her hand. Drink. Mm. And then, like, Ryan Gosling walks over and she's like, I'll suck your cock right now. Oh, my God. Like, she's too much. Yes, I think the word that you, you use is a lack of subtlety. And I'm sorry, I fucked Conan O'Brien, too. Don't fucking tell me he's not a good-looking dude. I don't think he's good-looking, but he's hilarious. He is hilarious. And then she gets all the... Like, she's just the worst kind of person. I just... Dis- her and every time she's in it there goes any single female viewers we have but uh, my issue is emma stone is an excellent actress i'm a huge fan of emma stone and she has nothing to do in this besides 
be kind of like be a normal person <laughs> kind of but like but like but she has a career crisis and she's dating a, a mormon played by josh groban <laughs> and 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 i feel like her her like her complete turnaround and figuring out life is meeting a guy in the bar and falling in love by accident i just it's it's happenstance to me yeah well this is a good time while ryan gosling saying awful things to her um, god he's so attractive though he is a hot hot man um, my wife says he's not she's fucking crazy Right? Are you kidding me? He's one of the best looking dudes in Hollywood. I know. We got an argument last night about this, <laughs> and then she threw herself out of the car. <laughs> okay, here's a good shot or not about Ryan Gosling. Uh, when Ryan Gosling was a young child, he took a Fisher Price magic kit and filled it with steak knives and brought it to school. He then proceeded to throw these knives at children at recess. <laughs> True. Yes, it's so true. He threw knives at kids at school. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. I was, I read that. And I was like, "Are you, are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> That's awesome and sadistic. Yeah, right. That sounds like an actor. Uh, yep. He's got a lot of weird shit. Like, he's Mister Hipster. Yeah, but um, I don't think he's good in this performance. He's funny in this, but. Uh, have you seen the other guys with him and Russell Crowe? I loved him in that. He's his comedic timing is impeccable. This one, he's just playing smug, and I don't think it's as interesting. And but he's one of my favorite actors, and I know on one of our other podcasts we're going to be doing, I'm definitely going to talk about some Ryan Gosling movies because I think he's a fascinating actor besides being attractive. But mm-hmm. um, he's he's excellent. Not in this though. I was going to introduce, and I talked to you about. I should let the audience in on this that we were going to have a hunk alarm. That I'd sound every time there's a hunk on screen, but this movie may not be good, and there was some dispute on whether Kevin Bacon qualifies as hunk. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull the alarm. <laughs> I love I don't want to get to it, but I love Kevin Bacon. He's amazing. Um, so here's the thing about Steve Carell. Um, here's a question for you, if you can answer this. Um, is he ever not pathetic? Um, I haven't seen Foxcatcher. But I don't think Foxcatcher is excellent, but he plays a different kind of pathetic. He plays like a rich man who's a different level of sadistic and pathetic. Mm. Though it's really excellent, though. If you've never seen it, check it out. It's great. I'm trying to think, I haven't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. He's normally like the kind of sad everyman. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with being the everyman. Even as an everyman, you can start a podcast where you say terrible things and drink. <laughs> she said the nicest dad but we have i have subtitles on i thought it said incest dad <laughs> um, dyslexia is acting up i guess this is a good time for this shot or not i'll slow down after this one um emma stone is on, is three years older than annalee tipton this actress even though uh hannah is supposed to be like 10 years older than her in this movie yeah, she looks way too old. I'm going to go true. Uh, it's false. Emma Stone's only Crap. three days older. Three days? <laughs> three days Jesus. older than that actress, yet they're playing eight years apart. And that's why I have issues with high school casting. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense, but considering the subject matter, what happens in this film, thank God she's like 27. This is so uncomfortable how this gets. Like how she longingly wants to put his nose inside of her. It's weird. Wait, what? Because Steve Carell's got a big nose. Oh, oh. 
I was going to um, make a drinking game where we have to drink every time he says cuckold. But I was like, we just drink heavy in the beginning and then nothing. Yeah, you're basically just taking three shots <laughs> in that one scene. There's a drink. Oh, shoot. His bar is weird. I don't know bars like this. Yeah. Probably because I can't afford bars like this. Um, This is like... Yeah, it's like an adult kind of... Yeah, you're right. Kind of a rich, expensive, high-end bar, and I can't afford those. Yeah. You don't meet a lot of women at Applebee's. I mean, maybe some people do. <laughs> <laughs> you do, but not, not the kind you take home to mom. <laughs> I do love how he's just badgering everybody in the bar. Like, you know I've been cheated on? <laughs> mm -hmm. Even though no one would do this. They just go quietly get drunk. <laughs> um, I don't know. He... It's pretty obvious. This is he's even more pathetic. It adds to him. Like he's obviously a cuckold. He literally has like no friends. His one friend comes up in a little bit and literally dumps him. He just drinks. <laughs> His family thinks he sucks. Like he's just pathetic. So I wouldn't doubt it. I've seen people at like dive bars talk to themselves, talk to the bartender like this. That's true. Um, which when I saw that scene, I was like, if one of us ever gets a divorce, sadly, I want the other to bring cologne and be like, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> and then day later be like i'm fucking with you of course <laughs> like like what kind of human being would do that <laughs> what uh what the audience doesn't know that you and i send a blood pact that one of us gets divorced the other one does too so oh kind of, kind of you know suicide compact i mean i hope our spouses understand it uh we gotta do this soon before i start making real money again <laughs> <laughs> hey i put mine in my wedding though so she knew she's getting involved in <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? You just slice your hand at the altar. <laughs> this scene's great. I like the scene where uh, his, I don't know, boss or supervisor or other employee says, I thought you were having cancer, but everyone, he's just got divorced. Oh, so I it's, know. It's, it's funny. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. But it is, at least it's funny. <laughs> he's like, it's just my marriage. Yep, we're yep. okay. Which maybe, you know, maybe it's a good thing you're divorcing. You know, get out there again. Yeah, I guess the ending's a little ambiguous, and I prefer, I know this is, like, what obvious me up my eye, I prefer romantic comedies that are, or at least movies with romances that are a little different. Like, have you seen La La Land? Not yet. Well, the ending, everyone hates. I actually like it, because it's realistic. So, but <laughs> people don't want realistic. They, they want something a little more, like, romantic and, like, happy feeling. And I don't think it's a bad feeling ending. I think it's like this, where it's a little more realistic so i'm glad that they, like they don't fully get back together and move in by the end of this movie sorry spoilers yeah no i like that um what pisses me off a little bit is cheating's a big thing i don't think you could just move that quickly past it and even if they're going to get back together the same problems are still there he's not that changed what he's gonna just use his moves on her every day like well, I, I guess at least this is like one of our first movies with actually a theme. I guess the theme of this movie is like, you know, putting in the effort, trying harder and like putting work into your marriage. Which, you know, that's an excellent theme. I'm, I'm into that. Right. It's good. But you're right, though. Like he he this movie takes place over a year, apparently. And but the thing is, he doesn't really have a full change that we get to see. He does like make her a mini golf course, but it ends in disaster. So I feel like Steve Carell gets off the hook pretty easily. And then it's no, you know, marriage is two way street. It's not just his fault. They're getting divorced. 
But I yeah. feel like there's way more issues. Like, they obviously need to go to therapy. The best divorce movie I've seen is the one with Scarlett Johansson and... Uh, uh, Adam Driver? Yes. I haven't seen it. I heard it's good. Pretty but... realistic, I feel like. Okay. Where they, at first, are having a cordial divorce, but lawyers and stuff kind of pit you against each other, and, like, it becomes, like, a war. That sounds like a fun movie. It's dark. It's awful. You'd love it. Oh. <laughs> I, know, um, I know, speaking of other dark movies, I haven't seen it, but Blue Valentine, which is Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling, and that's just basically a marriage falling apart, and they realize they got married too young. I haven't seen it. I heard it's good, hmm. but... God, I love his suits. I want to wear suits more. You know, they always show people wearing suits all the time in the movies. You know how often I can actually wear a suit and someone's not like, why the fuck are you in a suit? <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, Ryan Gosling has he suffers a lot because his dad is wealthy, so he makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to work really, so, you know, he can afford that. This guy, this actor, he's in, he's he's like one of those, hey, it's that guy. He's in a lot of things. Yep. He's in um, da- uh, David Fincher's what's it called um zodiac and he plays suspected zodiac killer he's excellent his name is john carroll lynch I had to look him up because i was like this guy is a quality that guy actor yep and this is um something i have a problem with too and maybe because i just don't know these people but there's always the whipped man with the yep. dominating wife right and mm. she's like don't you talk to him and da 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 like i re- i so i know so few of those people you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know any woman that'd be like, you can't talk to your friend anymore because his marriage broke up. What? What? <laughs> it's a it's a hyper, like, bollock thing of, like, you know, couples or couple friends, and then, like, one breaks up, you gotta pick one and two. So I get it. It's it's hyper embe- embellished, but, like, I'd be like, oh, I've been, I'll just spend time with that person by myself because like, that's how it works because I'm an adult. Screw you. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Bernie here should get like a divorce if his wife's that like oh god overpowering. I literally would if my girl was like, uh, you can't talk to your friend because we're friends with them and they broke up. I'd, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. Like that's <laughs> not. I like the cinematography and editing in this too. It's all like quick stuff and it's it keeps it moving because. This movie bores me, but at least the editing, for the most part, like things like this, is a little interesting. It adds a little movement to it. It's got good pacing. Yeah, and I don't think until the second half. Second thing, uh, Ryan Gosling is like obviously way too old for Emma Stone, like in this movie. Like Emma Stone's obviously looks way younger than him, and he still looks good, but he's obviously much older than she is. Eh, I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, of course. But okay, let's play a round of celebrity couple challenge. Ready? Yes. Ryan Gosling has dated Sandra Bullock, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams. Which one's the lie? Uh, the the middle one. Emma Stone. He hasn't dated Emma Stone. Damn it! I did a lot of Ryan Gosling trivia for this, so. Oh, <laughs> well, that's unfortunate for me then. I will Sandra Bullock and Rachel McAdams were his favorite girlfriends. He said. He's dated so many women, he could say those two are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's also married to, uh, what's your name? Eva, Eva Mendes. Mendes. So. Some guys get everything. So. Yeah, when you look like him. Love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie, oh, this is another of my biggest criticisms. This movie could have benefited from an R rating. 
Because people don't talk like this. He says, take that schwanz out of your mouth. Like, come on. You you know what you would say. Yeah. Uh, he also says, like, uh, they say, like, uh, he's in the, in the past scene when he's saying bye to his wife, he says, you wouldn't have banged uh, David Lindenhofer or whatever his name uh, is. Oh, yeah. And it's like, come on. No. When you're angry, you say fuck. Adults say fuck. Yeah. What's wrong with vodka cranberries? I, I dislike people that make fun of people for their drinks. Nothing makes me angrier than someone's like, oh, yeah, but you have a man's drink. I'm sorry. My dick doesn't taste things. My mouth does. <laughs> so I will drink whatever tastes good, thank you. And the day that I start consuming through my dick, then I will consume drinks proper for it. <laughs> Jesus. Um quick story i was on a cruise and they i know one of the signature drinks on the cruise was a um chocolate banana daiquiri oh goodness and i kept ordering those and the bartender i'd go to usually was this russian guy and every time i order he just kind of shake his head and make it i was like you're not getting a tip asshole (laughs) (laughs) how dare you judge me you look at me you commie bastard (laughs) (laughs) this is this is why you lost the cold war you could have used a daiquiri (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that line right there, Steve Carell saying to Ryan Gosling as he's talking to him in the bar and he's saying he feels bad for him. He says, why are you helping me? I don't know why. I know it hints later that he has got he daddy issues. He dad in him, But yeah. I feel like it should be a little more. Oh, they had drinks in their hands. A drink twice. Oh. I think they should have. I don't know how you do it. But drop a few more hints in there about his family to give Ryan Gosling's character a little more depth. Yes. But... They just do, like, Emma Stone cracks his shell. But Steve Carell would crack his shell. You know what I mean? They become best friends. Yeah. You would think, but the, the problem the problem with this movie is, it's, I think, the pacing, too, is you have so many characters and plot lines, you really can't focus on Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling because their friendship seems more, like, parasitic, where it's Steve Carell just getting things from Ryan Gosling, and Ryan Gosling is just, like, filling in his, I don't know, his handout like quota for the year. It, it doesn't really make sense. Only in that one scene when he calls him for advice, do you feel like it's in any way equal? Yeah. Yeah. They don't really show their friendship truly developed. They have that scene where they're like sharing sex stories, but that's not yeah. the friendship development per se. Speaking of characters here, this daughter is like forgotten. Oh, yeah. She's got like nothing to do. I would have rather her <laughs> get something instead of this fucking buffoon that we have to watch yeah. on screen. God, he's the worst part of this film. This future, like, kitten strangler? Yeah, he's awful. And as a dad, I would be like, okay, well, we can't have her babysit anymore. He fucking beats off to her. Like, right? Jesus. It's definitely how you get one of those, like, uh, those CBS Live babysitter <laughs> bang his child. Yeah. Um, this is a thing, this is a callback to our Signs podcast where you said to me, I hate when kids talk like adults. Mm-hmm. And it is really frustrating when this kid can give, like, advice to an adult. And I, I know what it's supposed to be. It's like a kid gives a non-jaded perspective. Right. But man, do kids not understand the complexities of love? Because now, as almost 30-year-old, do I only understand what actually love looks right. like. It's, it's complex. It's compromising. It's difficult. How could a kid possibly imagine an adult relationship for 40 years or whatever the hell he's been with? Like... Yeah. That's a long time. 
I like how they do a lot of these little hints that there's two big reveals in this. And I like the reveals that it's a little interesting, but they do the little reveals where it's like Steve Carell's in the background, Emma Stone's here, apparently at this Mormon law firm because they're all drinking sodas. <laughs> this is a fun little shot or dot. Um, this feature film is actually Josh Groban's first film. This is 2011. The only thing I know him from, he has an awesome cameo in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I'm going to go false. Uh, it's true. This is his first feature film Damn. debut. And he okay. raised he... it up so he could piss on Emma Stone. You just wanted to do that so he could sing. <laughs> I do. He doesn't sing once in this, though, which is horse shit. Yeah, why do you cast Josh Groban besides... I don't know, you know him. Maybe they were hoping Grobanites would flock to this film. I didn't know it was him. I, I was watching it last night. I'm like, this guy looks familiar. And I thought, because I don't know Josh Groban that well. I just, like I said, I only know him in some cameos he does that are hilarious. So I, I obviously paused my Amazon here and it was like, oh, cool. I guessed it. Yeah. Why would she be friends with her? She's actively shitting on her relationship all the time. And I understand, like, disagreeing with someone that's dating. But if every time you hang out, she's like, why? Like, Mm-hmm. It, you would get over it. It'd be old. And Josh Groban would be like, yeah. um, excuse me, excuse me, fuck you. Yeah, well, and see, her problem with her life is her life is boring. But some people like to be boring. Like, I'm a boring person. I'm cool with, like, living, like, a life where I'm not, like, traveling to Europe and doing stuff. When you're studying for the bar, that's yeah. not that boring. It's just a boring part of your life. But it's about, a, yeah. like, <laughs> fuck you, friend. Go suck Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling's dick. And yeah, and even worse is she wants him to propose. So she obviously has something he likes in her. And the only problem is when he turns against her is when she gets upset. Okay, right now this is a Brad Pitt and Ocean's Eleven shot. Yeah, he's snacking this, in a suit. He's snacking, he's, he looks fresh, and he has that same kind of haircut, the, the shades. Oh, he's so gorgeous. So hot. God. I like his suit, though. He's got some stellar suits. Yeah, I bet the costume designer... Now... I always take that shot as they're showing how ridiculous Ryan Gosling is because he looks so out of place mm-hmm. dressed like that in the Mall of America. like Getting a Sabaro. Yeah, it's like, he looks like he works at Nordstrom's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, he, here's my thing, and I guess we'll start this, my biggest, not my biggest, one of my complaints is like, Ryan Gosling is played off as funny. He's played off as likable. So then the first hour of this film is Steve Carell learning to be like him. And it isn't until an hour in does he realize, oh, I shouldn't be a womanizer. Or he's but lonely, yeah. Ryan Gosling is extremely played off as likable. Oh, oh he just right. slapped him, didn't he? Yep. It's going to happen a lot in this. Oh, God, I'm so upset. But um, here's an example. I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, like, this movie reminds me of 40-Year-Old Virgin meets Wedding Crashers. And I was thinking that Wedding Crashers has a better script than this because you have a much more obvious show of a character who's tired of their life and wants to make a change and then they fall in love and they weaken, but there's a, a big bridge of time in which they have time to think and consider their their actions. Right, and the characters are, are every man likable. Like, you go, yeah, I'd really like them. Ryan Gosling, you go, I don't fucking like him. Like... Well, you like him, but then when you stop and think about it, like, oh, yeah, he's kind of awful, but this movie doesn't know how to portray him. Right. Like, 
like all of his jokes are jokes to be funny, not like insulting just jokes. He says, I'm insulting you, but we're laughing at it because it's played off as comedies. It's weird. It's just, it's got a weird, like it's, once it's cake and eat it's too. He wants you to like Ryan Gosling and laugh at him, but then do a complete switch around, drink again. He slapped him like mm-hmm. twice. Do you think the Gap paid for this sponsorship or? Because he's like, I don't know, they don't show the gap, right? You can just say the gap. You could say, like, you could just have a movie and say, fuck you, Disney, and not pay them. True. He's touching his face. Is that a slap? No, no, no. But he's about to slap him. And here, hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Uh, he does a Tony Stark hands. Double, Double slap. slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. God damn. Yeah, man, there's so many pretty. I think it stops. It's, it slows down after this scene. This montage is what it gets him. Yeah, there's so many pretty ladies. Yeah, this is full of beautiful people. They're mm-hmm. all beautiful. Okay, uh, let's go with another one. Okay. Um, celebrity couple challenge. Emma Stone has dated Kieran Culkin, Andrew Garfield, and Justin Timberlake. She didn't date Justin Timberlake. Damn it! Woo! I'm like fucking E Hollywood over here. Why don't you get some more drinks and you will see how you do it. Suck my dick, TMZ. I'm doing your job for you. <laughs> that's funny you said TMZ because that's a reference later. For the for everyone to know, our resident podcaster, Ronnie, oddly looks a little bit like Andrew Garfield with long hair. <laughs> also, I look like... I don't know. Every time I try to hear what I look like, my mother <laughs> thought this was a compliment. She said I had Stallone eyes. <laughs> she didn't say Stallone mouth. I was like, no one wants to hear that they have Stallone's eyes. They fucking <laughs> just look stupid. Do you want to hear a backhanded compliment? Sure. So last night my wife was like, Ryan Gosling looks weird to me and doesn't think he's attractive. And I said, "You're crazy. He's sexy as hell." And she, and she says, "She looks kind. He looks kind of like Shane." <laughs> so my wife thinks you're ugly, but I think you're hot. That's like her being like, "Ew, God, he looks like the Rock." Ugh. <laughs> Woo! Drink. Ryan Gosling is holding a drink. Oh, my girl is gonna get it tonight. <laughs> Wait, your girl? Or my girl? I'm confused. My girl. I'm like, baby, you get okay. to do it with uh, with Ryan Gosling here. <laughs> and then she'll laugh at you and say, "Are you drunk?" And she'll be like, "Yeah." Ready for the schwans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. oh, I like this. He he slapped her hand. Does that count? Um, no, no high fives. <laughs> and they go to the same bar over and over again. Um, it's so pathetic. Feel like yeah, some girls would catch on. Be like, oh, it'd be it'd be like that's the sad guy that's always here. I don't know. When you're really good looking, you can get away with a lot. Yeah, that or like the, the waitress would be like, yeah, don't go with him. He obviously has like the clap. <laughs> or there'd be some vindictive chick that would try to like, you know, cut in front of you all the time. Or okay, so Ryan Gosling in this movie went to the uh, the school of. There's a book in the 80s called, like, um, like How to Pick Up Chicks. Yeah. yeah negging. That whole, that whole thing. And it's like, this is 2011. How did this fool read a 30-year-old book and it still works? I mean, 
it only works on a specific type of person. Like some real low self-esteem. It's okay. This is weird. He uses his pickup line on her. Right. And it works. So like, what is it saying? Is he just like screwing with him? Or is he? Is that a moment that he's realizing you're different? Because I don't think it's that. It's got to be just he's just messing with Steve Carell. Hey, Mr. Bobo. Shout out to our She's All That podcast. Holy shit. Wow. Good job. Um, oh, I got to send you a picture. Uh, we were uh, shopping at a Whole Foods place, and there's a brand of, like, vegan or gluten-free snack I saw called Bobo's. I was like, oh, look, it's a thing. <laughs> I got to shout it out for you real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Bugsy Siegel was the mob boss responsible for the Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I'm going to go false. Damn. Yeah, it was Al Capone. That's what I thought. That's the only thing I knew about the Valentine's Day Massacre. Was Seven people were executed by a person dressed like a cop. I like how they said dressed like a cop and not a dirty cop. <laughs> Holy Christ! How many drinks do you have right? to buy at $837? It wasn't even that long of a receipt. It was like 12 drinks. So, I don't know, 685 divided by 12. Someone do math. How much is an old-fashioned there? Good lord. I, the only word I saw in there was champagne. Kevin Bacon! Kevin Bacon, what a hunk. <laughs> I love Kevin Bacon. I love Tremors. I love him in Mystic River. Uh, He's in a great movie for a couple of years ago called Cop Car. He plays a bad guy. Bad guy Kevin Bacon is my favorite Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh. Jesus, this drink's sweet. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, that was going to bring me another point. I don't know how much money Cal makes, but I feel like he'd be in severe debt. After buying all those suits and he's, spending uh, $800. He's, he's not in debt. I don't think he has a job. I think he's just, his dad made so much money. That no, 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 no. Uh, Cal. Steve Carell. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he'd be in some serious financial troubles after uh, this. Eh, that's what he says. Credit card. <laughs> Jesus, I am already drooling. Fuck. That's disgusting, you animals. Jesus Christ. Um, Another thing I don't like about this movie is these pop culture references. They mentioned like Titanic, they mentioned Conan O'Brien, they mentioned Twilight. I'm like, these not only are dated, but they're not even good. Mm. I, I did laugh at that, and I hate the Scarlet Letter thing. But um, um, I hate that it's overused. I do enjoy the novel, but it's an overused like cliche in film. Well, and even she makes a comment. She's like, they still teach that garbage in school. Um, yeah, mm. classic literature is still taught in school, lady. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It kind of makes sense because it's it's very like puritanical. Oh, it's not progressive at all. <laughs> it's it's not. It's very puritanical, and it's. I think that the whole point of it is it's just like it's got strong themes and like warnings, and it's very didactic. That's why people still teach it. Well, yeah, you, but you I teach don't. It, you just you think they'd stop doing it? I I just don't understand why people get all like oh like yeah, teach it in today's context. Be like, what themes can we take from it, and what's some stuff that doesn't age well. Like, you know? Okay, this kid is giving a diatribe, your word, shout out, um, and and it says asshole ten times, and he ends up being the second to the valedictorian. Yeah. No way. I call bullshit. And it's like, this kid would get so beat up. Oh, he'd get the shit kicked out of him. And You flip phones are gross. I just, if, if my babysitter 
was like, um, hey, your son keeps texting me weird shit. Uh, can you tell him to stop? I'd be like, dude, stop fucking texting your babysitter who's five years older than you, fucking weirdo. I'm gonna have to send you to a boarding school. <laughs> yeah, that, I understand. As a, you know, heterosexual male growing up, like, you'd have crushes on people, and I completely get that. Oh, it's yeah. just, I think it's just weird. I think it's just weird seeing that acted out in reality because it's kind of like, like, uh, this is one of those things you don't really talk about because it's like, you know, it's unhealthy and creepy. So it's one of those taboo things, but it's played off in this romantic comedy like it's natural. Ugh. And it's like, I get that it's a natural feeling, but it's kind of skeevy. You're like, go play sports. Jesus, kid. And like, she talks to him like he's an adult. She's yeah, I wrote that down too. It's really weird. Like, they're just too nonchalant, and she's like mm-hmm. in front of her kid. She lowers the picture, like, "Oh, you can't see yeah. Daddy and I together." Like, this is so fucking weird. And I get it that this isn't probably too far from reality with some with some of our listeners. Like, being a veteran of divorces, <laughs> I wasn't gonna mention it. <laughs> There's a uh, people act fucking strange. But uh, this is a little weird. I don't know. This this marriage isn't as toxic as some marriages, so I get it. But, like, you have adult friends. Don't talk to your kids about this. Talk to your adult friends. But the problem is there's already too many characters in this shit, so they can't add anymore. So she's got to vent to her kid, and it's like, this is uncomfortable, and you don't want to tell kids this because then they see their parents differently. Yeah. Also, I, I'm looking at this as kind of off topic again, as per usual. Um that's our podcast. I just watched Magnolias in my other podcast. You should listen to it called Working Title. Um, mm. And Julianne Moore in that, she's good, but she just cries and screams the entire movie. That's the whole movie, though. That movie's a soap opera. That's like an intentional like soap opera of like of characters. It's great, but you have you have to have the a high tolerance for overacting. Julianne Moore, what I was gonna say though, is an acquired taste as an actress, because I feel like she's always on the verge of just freaking out! Like, <laughs> even when she's acting normal, you're like, is she gonna break down? <laughs> yeah, she she's a very good vulnerable kind of, like, like almost crazy kind of thing going on. Uh, you probably haven't seen it, but she's in a movie called The Kids Are Alright, where she's a, uh, she's married to a, another woman, and they have kids, and then she cheats on her wife with a man, and, like, she's awful. She's, like, kind of mean and evil, and she's pretty great. Like, it's a complete change for her. Like, she's pretty, like, mean in that. It's interesting to see her do that. See, this is where I would not stand for this kid, like, coming at me. I'd be like, okay, kid, let's uh, let's talk here. I'm doing what Real your daddy Kevin Bacon would do. pop him in the mouth. <laughs> Kevin Bacon would not tolerate this. He'd pop him in the mouth. You'd be like, have you ever heard the game Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon? It's because I fucked everyone and your mom. <laughs> exactly. See, this is the weird thing, too, is I don't know if they're trying to make Kevin Bacon be the bad guy, but they don't play him as the bad guy. He only says one kind of somewhat mean thing later, but it's completely justified. When we get there, I'll say it, yeah. but like he's just being normal. It's where he's talking to the kid. So maybe this scene's supposed to be bad, but I don't know. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. There's no real antagonist in this besides, you know, human problems. 
Oh, the, uh, this scene. This 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 is a this is a personal gripe that you know this already. It, they do this uh, mid scene conversation cut jump around, mm-hmm. and I get it. It keeps the scene interesting and moves, but it always bothers me. I do like how he's like, we won the battle because they always like to act like there's this battle. That, like every douchebag in a movie is like, battle of the sexes, battle of the sexes. Like what? Mm-hmm. Fuck! I I fucking hate it. But he's like, we won. When stripping was an exercise or something like that. Yeah, this like, is when, uh, when women were doing pole dancing as exercise. I was like, well, goddamn. I mean, makes a point. Uh, yeah, well, that is all good and fun until he's apparently the bad guy later. Jesus. So. All right, shot or not. Yeah, it gives past this scene where Steve Carell's falling into his schwanz. Britney Spears says that Ryan Gosling taught her everything she knows about sex. I quote, like positions and stuff. Ugh. <laughs> I like your reaction. <laughs> oh, God. So is Ryan Gosling single-handedly in charge of the reason why Britney Spears is so messed he up? He ran the sex education for Hollywood for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I don't wanna... My heart's gonna... My heart says true, but I'm gonna go false for my soul. It's true. Oh, that was God, a quote dream. from her. Uh, and the sad part is they knew each other in the mickey mouse club <laughs> yeah gosling's a dirty canadian indeed he is him and rachel mcadams are born in the same hospital oh marisha tomei she never she's another one that people don't mention everyone's like oh jennifer aniston jennifer aniston marissa tomei doesn't age either uh no she is absolutely gorgeous and I know people are like, she's not good in My Cousin Vinny. I say bullshit. I think she's a fantastic actor. And I say, go watch the movie Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. It's fantastic. With Ethan Hawke and Philip Seymour Hoffman and her. It's excellent. Oof. I watched um, Charlie Wilson's War the other day with my girl. She hated it, but mm-hmm. I liked it. Philip Seymour Hoffman, RIP, man. He's just such a gem. And that, he just breaks everything and tells everyone to fuck themselves. And <laughs> <laughs> He basically plays like Winston Churchill. I love it. American version. Hey. There's a seat, he's like sitting there, and he's like, you broke my window, asshole. And he's like, oh, yeah, I broke your window. And he, go, he looks at her paragraph, he's like, can I borrow that for a second? And he just breaks it again. <laughs> I was like, God, I love the Seymour Hoffman. Sorry, we're talking about a different movie now. Yeah, um, right here, he says, they have no choice in the matter. Like, my, my whole, like, virtue signaling alarm is going off saying, this is definitely rape. Yeah. Seems like rape. It's like rape. It's not maybe it's not rape, but maybe it sounds. Oh, they drink. They two drinks. Drink yeah, twice. I'm out of a drink. Here, one second. I brought some beers with me here. So, I guess the hints that Ryan Gosling's a scumbag are subtle, but you would think don't make him so likable. But they want to be likable, so later we like him. It's I. It's, I think it's a mess because. I'm what you call an asshole, and I overanalyze shit. Mm-hmm. And in real life, she'd be more interested in talking to Ryan Gosling than Steve Carell. But, you know, whatever. Yes. This doesn't... I don't buy this at all, where she falls into the over-honesty thing. Yeah. She'd be turned off. But I do like how all the rules that he has don't work, because she's, like, a recovering alcoholic, and he's like, you're gonna drink! And she's like, he's like, oh, dear fucking God! <laughs> I don't know. This is where it's like um, Steve Carell is has like no. He's not an agent of action. Like he's just kind of following lines. It's supposed to be funny, but it's it's like pathetic to me still, and it gets 
creepy. What drives me crazy too? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Is um they always play this in movies like oh he's been married for so long he has no game. I'm sorry, but being like in a long term relationship makes you more comfortable with talking to women because you do it every fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I guess it goes from him. He's a cuckold, so he's got like a loss of confidence. His wife cheated on him, so I would say if you left or you chose to leave, like because you got tired of your significant other. But he's like, I get he's pathetic and he's like lost his confidence. So I, I could, I can actually see that. So I disagree. <laughs> I just feel like he'd be more comfortable talking to people because he'd just be like, "Hi, my name's this. Oh, do you like to cook toast? I like toast. Like, yeah." I don't know. You just start a conversation. Dang, Shane, you're uh, you're spitting game there. Talking about toast. If I know women, they love carbs. Fuck, do they love carbs? <laughs> Who doesn't like carbs? Carbs are the best. And they'd be like, "Right, I'm not allowed to have them." I go, "I know. Come to my place. I got tons of carbs. <laughs> <laughs> got pasta. I got some Oreos." <laughs> Everyone says that the quickest way to a man's heart is food. I I say nay. Give a woman good food and see what happens. <laughs> like they fucking love it. <laughs> I do like that line right there. He says, "That's what you said." I said all these things, and you just picked mm-hmm. up the and cute. That's a fun line. She... Side note: This is stolen from the forty-year-old virgin. This is literally where he's telling her he's never had sex before, and he kind of laughs at him, doesn't believe him. This is definitely oh yeah stolen from that. Also, I th- I think it's hilarious because later, spoiler alert, everyone, she they meet again, and he's like, and she's like. You know, you think I'd get a call back after going down on you for 45 minutes. And I was like, you need to get remarried, my man. Like, 45 minutes? Like, what a woman. <laughs> I would put a ring on her right now. I would be like, Jesus. Um, yes. Delightful. Let's go with another celebrity thing while Mr. Tomei is kissing Steve Carell. And I'm morally against that. Yeah. It's a little weird. I'm just morally against her we kissing. We need to become actors. I love this, though. She, right? I love that she shows in her upskirt. That's pretty great. She was a sexual idol in Seinfeld. Like, that's how long she's been around. Well, that's her thing. But And I still think she's an excellent actor beyond just playing that same character. I that Kind of that idol thing. But I think she's actually excellent, too. Whatever. Scarlett Johansson. That is dated. You ready? Okay. Josh Hartnett. Hugh Jackman. Sean Penn. Whoa. I know Sean Penn for sure. Because that was always like a weird thing for me. I was like, really? That guy? That douche? Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, I think, is happily married. So I'm going to say Hugh Jackman's not the one she dated. God damn it. You are three for three so I told far. you, baby. Yeah. I'm like E. Hollywood over. You better step off here. Fucking TMZ. Holler at your boy. I didn't know you were the rain man of celebrities. If I know women, it's they like to talk about celebrity relationships. <laughs> That'll be the theme of this. Instead of Valentine's Day, I'm just going to give my woman advice. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day, it's February. It's Black History Month. And we are celebrating that by watching a film with no black actors. Oh! Jesus! You're right! There isn't, is there? There's, There's one, the hairdresser. The police officer. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I, I did forget the hairdresser and the police officer. Sorry. I apologize to the African-American community. Wow. Wow. I, wow. I do like this, Reese. He, he is 
doing the two old guys from the Muppet Show because yeah. the girl is heckling him. I think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> They've had numerous drinks in their hands, so we've we, uh, not been down the hatch. We, we've been rambling about we've been rambling about Charlie Wilson's War and other things. Good movie oh. with Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts. See it. Written by uh, Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll add it to my list of never-ending things. It's free right now, I think, on Prime. Oh, this is weird. Turn around. No, oh, yeah. And she's like, uh, she's Jesus. like, give me your cock, I'll suck it. Oh, you, hunt? No. In what world? And, wh- like, what girl would say that instead of just, no, thank you. Have a great day. Like, in what world? If you're going to play a character with this broad of strokes, then sure. I guess that's in her character. Just her character. character's unlikely. Yeah, just start prepping the bleep. She is a It's a lot of bleeps to put in. Hopefully they fit. <laughs> I'm gonna leave them in there because it's a fuck you. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I like two more characters. We gotta think about and get in the ugh, And the mom, like, I just think you should know that guy you babysit for fucks a lot of women. Like, what? 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 Yeah, it just goes in the theme of unlikable characters. And then this cringeworthy scene where she goes to talk to Amy Schumer here and says, you like to bang older guys? Oh, God. Yeah, and she's like, because I have a bit. When she goes, my lips are, arr, arr, arr. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? She's like, seals. I'm like, do people really say that? Look. I don't know. They don't. I don't know if they really say that, but I don't. Also, they don't know. They don't moan in the middle of high school hallways. I don't know. I did a lot of stupid shit in high school. <laughs> yeah, but not like, like you did it for attention. She's doing this as, as like, serious, right? To make her embarrassed. It's like weird. I've definitely done a oh my god in the middle of high school. <laughs> oh, I've done a bunch of stupid shit. We used to play a game where we we'd say obscenities like and do step by step decimal louder. We say like fuck and then, like fuck and then we'd be like fuck and be like fuck and so you scream it in class and not get caught. Try it out, kids. It's fun. You should do that though. Uh, if you and your boys want to get together, just moan in public. Just oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a video that's pretty hilarious of a dude doing that in a a library. Top-notch stuff. It's definitely uh, definitely good to get you laid out there. I don't see how it would. Take it from me. I've had sex with at least four different people. <laughs> well, you're racking up those Ryan Gosling numbers. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, Race of Potential Podcast wants to tell all its viewers that um, don't send or don't receive pictures from underage people. That's called child pornography. Let's let's discuss that. This film's open like, oh yeah, just send nudes and da, 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 in high school. Maybe shouldn't glorify that. I'm not for like censorship and stuff like that, but maybe in a movie we shouldn't be telling kids that like, hey, just send nudes. It's fun. You know, it only lasts forever and ends up on the internet, which lasts forever. <laughs> and, and is literally child pornography. Yeah, you can literally go to prison if you receive it or send it. Uh, if you send a, it to a minor, I'll if it's a minor to minor, it's not. But if that minor sends to somebody else, then it's child pornography, traffic trafficking. But I'm gonna stop talking because it's now getting depressing. Oh my fucking 
God. This teenage stuff is so cringy, and I hate every second of it. He's standing on a stage he made, which is pretty good craftsmanship, um, with a Scarlet J? He should have hung himself for a minute. Like, it, why does she even address it? I think she'd just be like, well, that's weird, and just keep on walking. You know? Yeah, it's, it's much more insulting to just turn your back and walk away. Yeah. Be like, whatever, loser. Well, I guess, you know, he literally has, like, no filter or no understanding of what to do, not to do, because he told her he jerks off to her at the beginning. <sighs> so I would be really creeped out by this kid, like, you know, stabbing me when we, like, later in this film. I probably will be a father one day, and maybe oh, my son or daughter will be oh, a lot God. like me, and I'll be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like... <laughs> But, I think we need to get a petition, a petition signed from all our fans or our two fans to get you like uh, get your tubes tied. <laughs> I just, but if I had my, they'd be like, your son told her he touches himself at night to her. You just, you'd be like, what did I teach my kids? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> what did I do? Here's did I hold them too much? Did I yell at them too much? <laughs> and here's uh, I'll. David Lidhagen mowing her lawn. <laughs> yeah, I love this because then this is a fun little touch that he wakes up and then he has to go and do the uh, and do the the yard work <laughs> so that he, David Lidhagen doesn't come and trim her bushes. <laughs> you know, for real though, if he did sneak in, he'd see David Lidhagen boning his wife because she definitely has David Lidhagen coming over and giving her his hog. Yeah, for sure. The Hagen Dads. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, this is starting to lull. So, oh, what were you going to say? Yeah, well, this movie's a fucking lull. This movie's miserable. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. Um, Some more Ryan Gosling trivia here. It's basically all oh, I cool. did. <laughs> but, uh, Delightful. Uh, Kevin Bacon and Ryan Gosling are actually related. They kind of look similar, but I don't go false. Uh, it's true. They're di- they're distant cousins. Damn it! I am missing it. They are descendants of the English Baldwin family. <laughs> like like uh like my wife is a fake hit, le- like Latina Baldwin. <laughs> I, I I say bad things about my daughter Baldwin or different Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which Baldwins. Uh, maybe the ones that get kicked off of planes for not putting down Clash of Clans or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> That's the same Baldwin. Uh, but yeah. Well, that Stephen Baldwin? I was like, Jesus okay. Christ, Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon is real, even in lineages. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh. Does no one understand love? Did the author of this, whose name was Dan Fogarty, mm-hmm. which I, I want to say like Dan Haggerty, or I want to say... Um, uh, the lead singer of uh, uh, CCR, <laughs> yeah, CCR. <laughs> did, did, did he not understand how like what love is? Is he like confused? I don't know, but he's got weird shit. And like, yeah. instead of this, he just should just be like, "Hey, you know, mommy and daddy grew apart. We've been along. To- you'll you'll understand when you're older. But right now, you just need to know I love your mommy, but we're just not going to be together. Like, or." You know what's the better advice is you can love someone, but they don't love you back the same yeah. way. And over time, they don't see you the same way. And it's way. not their fault. It's a harsh reality, but that's more realistic. Yeah, and say it doesn't make them bad for not loving you. Like, nope. 
you're going to experience it, but <laughs> there's going to be good people that don't love you. Like that, that babysitter you keep sexually harassing. <laughs> and they keep saying like soulmates and I don't know. Ugh. I'm, I don't, I don't agree with that. Cause I don't believe in extra lives as well, but I understand. I don't think I'd buy into that. And I, don't, I think this movie just oversimplify this love because I don't think the person writing this understands love. No. no. It's definitely a college student that wrote it. <laughs> yeah, Dan Fogarty, <laughs> in between his uh, CCR like um, revival like albums, he was doing... I want to know who! Have you ever touched yourself to a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> and just to say, like, I'm not against diving into dark topics like this of like you know womanizing and like you know creepy love i'm not against that in movies just not in this movie i don't think that those tones fit for this feel good rom-com this this part i understand it's played up for comedy but i think it could have been much funnier if they just kept it really awkward not marissa tomei is like like yes if they su- subtlety this movie lacks subtlety. yes like it would have been so much funnier if they're, they're like oh you know each other and he's like yeah we did we, we 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 uh you know that right and she's like oh yeah it was um during thrust fest you know what i mean like but maybe some innuendos yeah. no or you could just say yeah we've been at a bar and we hung out it's been time together it was nice it's simple as that but they these I like these little speeches. I think Julianne Moore and Steve Carell. The speech is out of place. This, this is like the ending speech halfway yeah. through this miserably long movie. But like they go from this subtle, nice little thing where like they're kind of bonding to the exact opposite, where it's an absolute like shit show. And Marissa Tomei shows all her cards of being a psychopath and teaches kids. I mean, that's not too far off. <laughs> that's true. Teachers are insane people. Now. You, you might have a little more insight into this. Are they, are they born insane? Are they attracted to the job because they're insane? Or does the job make them insane? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but um, all, I, all I could just uh, like ascertain or kind of surmise from my little experience I spent in education because I dropped out of high school was basically <laughs> just you got to be a little insane to like, want to teach kids. I feel like you do because I was a kid. And I'd slit my wrist if I had to teach me. <laughs> just be like, no, nope, I'm gonna end it. Ugh. So this is okay. Once again, you make fun of me for liking dark or just like uh, nihilistic stuff, but I, I buy into this. I buy into this relationship right here. I buy into these performances. This is nice. Yeah. And then you get this reveal, which I completely forgot about. I forgot that. Marissa Tomei had a larger part in this. For some reason, I saw this when it came out in theaters, actually. So I have vague memories of this. I thought, like, they actually dated. No. I thought, like, Steve Carell and Marissa Tomei dated. And I was like, oh, no. Then where is she? And then I was like, oh, here she is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice reveal, but they really ruin it. (laughs) Like, that's kind of funny. I I think they should have kept the attention instead of, like, you know, Marissa Tomei is a, an adult woman, so she's not like, I'm crazy! Like, she she mm-hmm. would just be like, oh yeah, you know, that, that's that's what it was, you know? What if, she, what if she was just crying because she she's like a person who's very emotionally invested because maybe someone who teaches kids has like a big heart and then she thought what they had was special as opposed to screaming. Yeah. Like, you could play this with some subtler notes. Mm-hmm. 
acting this way, the principal would be like, um, we're going to have to put you on a leave of absence. You can't scream at parents and talk about blowing them. <laughs> and flip them off and yell the word asshole in front of everybody without at least, you know, taking a little sabbatical. Yeah. And, like, she would be this... Cr- like, maybe there are people that would act like this, but I feel like this would all just be in a text message afterwards. I don't know. This movie plays broad strokes. All of their under... Like, okay, look at the uh, the, be- the Asian best friend, Marissa Tomei, the little girl. These side characters are just jokes. They're, yeah. like, like, they're not actually characters. They're underdeveloped, and they're just there to move the plot along and spell exposition and make things uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, here's something fun. Oh, yeah. Dreams and mode. All right. After eating a lovely meal, Ryan Gosling, on a whim, decided that he should open an Italian restaurant called Tagine. It eventually made him bankrupt, and he had to do everything to include the plumbing. That sounds stupid. True. Um, Part part of it's true. It was a Moroccan restaurant in Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Thanks sir, for for nitpicking that. Uh, yeah, he ate one meal of Moroccan cuisine and decided I'm gonna open a restaurant that makes Moroccan food, which led to his first bankruptcy. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's amazing. I, I the more I read about him, the more I'm like, holy shit! Like, uh, I fucking hate her. It's just screaming in my ears. But I was like, what a crazy well, cool dude. Well, he's a young, extremely attractive actor. And they're all insane. So it makes complete sense. Yeah, I mean, if I was really good looking and rich, I would do a lot of wacky things too. Like, everyone's like, oh, Shia LaBeouf's crazy. I go, no, he's bored. (laughs) Yeah. When you have literally anything you want in the entire world. And you can literally get away with more. Like, I always had a joke that everyone's like, oh my God, Charlie Sheen, really? I go, Charlie Sheen's like lowball. Like, that's nothing crazy. Like, I would want to find out where society draws the line. I would just keep upping the the ante to see where where they're like, okay, that's enough. Like, because how many actors get caught with like kilos of coco- of cocaine and still get to keep acting? Okay, well here we go. Want to know your line, uh, Kevin Spacey? Because I was thinking about American Beauty. Oh yeah. So you can't you can't attempt to to rape young people mm-hmm. unless you're Roman Polanski or other people. It's true, Roman Polanski can fucking get away with it, apparently. Hollywood's still trying to get him back. True story. True fucking story. They still give him awards. Yeah, of course. He got nominated or won an Oscar for... What's that movie? Uh, with Adrian Brody. Uh, oh, yeah. Penis. Harvey Weinstein's in prison forever. Bill Cosby is in prison forever. Hollywood, though. Roman Polanski raped underage women. <laughs> they still suck on that Hollywood, you. Okay, sorry. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day to the yours and yours and love, 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 love. Speaking of which, how was your Valentine's Day? I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I know you do. My my wife and I um, have an agreement to not celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. It's stupid. <laughs> but uh, really quickly, uh, deviating from this conversation, he uh, Steve Carell says, "What a cliche!" And I hate hate when movies say the cliches, 
and act like that's they... subverting them. And it's not, because you're hitting them, you're tweaking them, but you're still following the most obvious plot points. When they, the character in it acknowledges how stupid the script is. Yes, it's it's so embarrassing and just lazy writing. And, okay, so Mr. Josh Groban here is painted as an asshole. Drink. Ugh, drink, bro. he's got a wine. Oh, she's got a drink, too. So, I take issue here. Uh, okay. With Josh Groban being painted as this terrible dude. I don't know how long they've been dating. He seems goofy, right? But he made her this nice cake. He's celebrating her passing the bar. And he's like, hey, I got you a job at our, our uh, this big law firm. Like, he's doing a lot for her. It seems like her, um, her expectations are not being met. And we don't get to know him. It's probably because the person writing this wrote these goofy characters that have no characters. So we don't actually get to understand why our main characters are actually married. Well, and have they ever talked about getting married? Because, like... No, we yeah. don't know. It's, it's because Emma Stone's underwritten, let alone these characters are underwritten. Like, I feel like maybe just a throwaway line earlier would have been, yeah, we've been talking a lot and he took me ring shopping. Or, you know what I mean? Like, something like that mm-hmm. shows he's leading her on and not going to do it. And then he does this. That makes him look like an asshole. But this... That are even better. Like, we've been together for seven years. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and we talked about a future. But he says, he acts like we don't... He doesn't even know this. Like, we even talked about this. Right? Like... And then... So, what I hate here is movieism. But he'd be like, hey, can we talk about this later? Like, <laughs> not... You know, maybe not at El Torito. This fine establishment. <laughs> <laughs> And then she acts like a crazy person. Oh, yeah, drink. She's got some gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to take a firm stance here and say I don't like gin. Um, I think it's because you haven't had good gin. I actually did have some good gin, and I was like, oh, I changed my mind a little bit. But generally, I don't what like gin. What is your definition of good gin? It's like really fancy gin. It's expensive. I don't know. I've had Bombay Sapphire, and people tell me that's good gin, and I'm just like, yeah. It's it's no. weird. It's like even Bernie. It's even Bernie or vodka. Did I tell you about uh, the time that I drank a bottle? Uh, drink. Uh, <sighs> hey, look, he's in his drive jacket. Hey, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, he walked off the set of drive. He literally walked off the set of drive and just wore that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just missing the scorpion on the back. Um. I came out from outside, and I was, like, sweating. It was, like, in the summer, and there was this glass sitting there. And my stepfather was drinking straight gin and ice. And I thought it was water. And I downed (laughs) it, just, and I was, like, I immediately threw up. Uh, What? What I like is that you stole a random glass. (laughs) You came in from somewhere and just started drinking This is before COVID. All right. Okay, I don't care about COVID. I'm thinking about just in general, like, look, glass of liquid. It's my house. I'll drink what I want. Oh, drink twice, two drinks. All right. Okay, here we go. Another shot or not for you, since we're closing in on me getting rid of them all. Mm -hmm. AJ McLean, uh, who I believe is the manager of the Backstreet Boys, never returned Ryan Gosling's calls about being in the Backstreet Boys. Uh, ironically, they also lived in the same apartment complex. 
I'm gonna go false and say it's in sync. Ah, no, I gotcha. It's true. Ryan Gosling was calling, trying to get into the Backstreet Boys, and they wouldn't let him in. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but I felt like you're gonna do a twisty one here. So he's just been. Ugh, he's been. She's a hardcore drinker. If she can down old fashions like that, yeah. old fashions are good. But man, are they scotch is hard to down. Yeah. Oh. I'd be like, my penis is soft now. <laughs> well, a good person would be like, you should go home. I should drive you home. Yeah. Uh, she's a bit much, too. No, I love her as an actress, but she is god-awful in this because she's her only character is, I'm drunk in one scene, and then we're in love in another. It's just, it's, she's got nothing to work with. But she's she's fantastic in EZA, which is, you know, Scott Litter. Mm-hmm. Reference, she's great in the uh, the favorite, and her best movies of all time are obviously the Amazing Spider-Man movies. <laughs> the best. Oh, Birdman! I fucking love Birdman. She's great. She's a bratty little shit in that. She's that great. was it. That's just a good freaking movie. That movie is that's that's my jam. That's my existential. It's got it's got actors galore. It's got uh, so much great cinematography. That's my jam. She's good in uh, Superbad. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. She's in Superbad. Yep. That might be a, a, a future revisit from us because I haven't seen it in so long, and that was a staple oh, of our yeah. uh, teenager. I think I, I think I, I guess I won't get into the stories behind it because in case we talk about it. No. Needless to say, that was a big part of our development. For better or worse. <laughs> That's why we were virgins for so long. I've definitely said <laughs> that they want my cock in and around their mouth. <laughs> they want Seth's own dressing. We said that so many times. Oh, by the way, she's like slurring her words here. It reminds me of those Orson Welles champagne commercials. Oh, where he's oh, actually drinking. Champagne. <laughs> champagne is the best. God, he's so hot. Hunk alarm. <laughs> Since I didn't do Shutter Not, so I did literally no research into this one, I think I remember this is Photoshopped, actually. Is it really? I, I didn't do research because when you do Shot and Not, I don't do anything because I want to come into this blind. But I'm, I almost remember that being a whole thing of this actually being Photoshopped. So when she says that, it's ironic. Oh, man. He do- I don't know. He's, I mean, he's got a nice body. It's, it's, it's so much, but if you look at his tan lines it's pretty drastic i don't know i'm trying to i mean huh i don't know like uh, what they do in hollywood in case you don't know this is male actors will get really really huge and then they will dehydrate themselves for what like 24 hours yeah they'll do like and then bodybuilders do yeah they'll dehydrate themselves so that like their veins and their muscles are very like you know stand out so like they so it's possible they did this i know it's a thing but i could have swore they photoshopped him i don't know for sure though i don't know god what a nice body though yeah it's god take your clothes off (laughs) uh I think it'd be weird to have an R rating with Emma Stone, though. She's not really an R rating actress. Um, she is. She's Birdman. She was excellent and swearing. She's likable. 
but you can take likable as she's the favorites are rated it's pretty pretty graphic are rated and she's good in it it's just i i think she she's played the girl next door for so long you kind of forget yeah oh man i'm wet jesus <laughs> happy valentine's day happy valentine's day everybody this is the part where i'm running out of shot or knots i got one more yeah, you're not supposed to tell the audience that. Okay, well, here it is. In 1847, Boston pharmacist Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the production of lozenges. They weren't selling well, so he decided that he'd make more money selling them as candy. What candy is it? So this is more like guess it right or not. Oh, I'm guessing it's those fucking chalk candies, right? Those Damn you! What else would it be? I can't think of it. They were else. literally throat lozenges that he went, no one's buying it, so I'll just make it candy <laughs> instead. That's why they taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's got a hint of menthol to them. <laughs> That's like they're like, ah, NyQuil's not selling. Just sell it as a fruit juice. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> so it turns out he has more money than Bejeebus. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is supposed to be like kind of fun and endearing, but I just don't care because I don't like Emma Stone's character, and Ryan Gosling is a scumbag apparently. So yeah, well, and like they fall into every shallow trope. He's tall, ripped, handsome, and rich. Oh, you know, but like it's still a love story, like. <laughs> What are we supposed to think? You know what I mean? And women want to talk about unrealistic expectations on the screen. <laughs> right? Well, like, I'm guessing Ryan Gosling's had sex with in the movie. And also probably real life. Like, 400 women? <laughs> probably right? Probably, probably, probably women. Probably. Like, are you telling me that I had a 400 women, like, he couldn't find one that's just as likable as Emma Stone? Like, come on. He even says here, I'm lonely and rich. It's like... You can try harder than that at all. <laughs> it's true. Like, 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 honestly, it just so happens to luck out that this girl runs in there and kisses him. Like, like, was he waiting all this time for a strong female to jump to him? Because she's not strong and female. She's literally drunk and has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. You're, you're telling me, yeah, that all the women he slept with, no one was like, hey, she's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> Like, for example, why is his guard down now? I don't know. Because she can't be the only woman that was like, no, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. He didn't find one woman that, like, for religious reasons wouldn't sleep with him. Or he couldn't find one girl who was like, hey, I really enjoyed myself. Let's, let's wait. Because then would he literally be like, oh, no, I quit. I don't want to call you back. Or would he be like, oh, this one's actually harder to get. I'll try. But I guess this is the only time Ron Gosling's ever met a woman who speaks. <laughs> I don't know. It's just they needed him to change, so they, you know, boom. Oh, they're holding drinks. We haven't, we haven't been drinking. Mm -hmm. Drink twice. Mm. They're gonna have major headaches from all those old fashions. Scotch is good, but man, too much of it. It's like the worst thing over. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I love scotch. <laughs> 
We're out of ideas to talk about, so Shane's just going to quote his favorite movies. You talking to me? <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go to my celebrity couple channel. Yeah, let's, let's get it. I only have two more. Thanks a lot. I only have two more. We're burning. Okay, this one's... This one's fun. You don't know this shit. Okay. 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 Tom Green, a, uh, <laughs> a frequent, frequently referenced character by Shane here. Sean Green. Sean Green. Tom. I know Tom Green's sex life. I don't know Sean Green's sex life very much. <laughs> about Seth Green. Uh, Tom Green has dated Elijah Dushku, Winona Ryder, and Brittany Murphy. Good lord. He was married to Winona, wasn't he? Um, he was married to Drew Barrymore. I'll give you that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, please say he was with Elijah Dushku. She was like my growing up crush. Brittany so Murphy. What's your I'm going to say Brittany Murphy. Incorrect. Elijah Dushku was false. No! I wanted it to be true. My two childhood heroes. <laughs> that's, that's why I picked her. Because I know you're obsessed with her. Oh, see this? She's tucking him oh. into bed. The opposite of the cliche. She should have taken oh. advantage of him while he was sleeping. And he's like, whoops! <laughs> She's like, yeah, I took you last night. He's like, oh my god! She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have bought all those dildos off of QVC. <laughs> it starts into this weird story where he was raped by Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> this is weird because it seems like he's calling him right now. So then you think she'd hear the message and be like, "Huh, my dad's name is Cal. Huh, it sounds like my dad." I do like how when they introduce, oh, they got that, drinks. That's his drink. Yep. Oh, fuck. That that's his daughter. He's like, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm -hmm. He should go Miyagi, that guy. In the awful Tommy Bahama shirt. Ugh. I know there's a documentary out now, or coming out now, or it's uh, about, I think it's Pat Marina is the name of the main guy who played Mr. Miyagi. And I think the, the whole point is not just Miyagi, it's like a, a deeper branch out about his, like, history like that but how do you think it's like good or a bad thing that like, people only recognize you for one role you think it's like like cool i have something or is it like oh i'm limited i think it depends how you parlay that because you always hear like the where are they now and then they're like oh he's like an astronaut or you know what i mean like some people parlay that in the <laughs> <laughs> i doubt mr how many <laughs> actors are where, where are they now vh1 behind the music they're now astronaut oh, shit. like macaulay culkin parlayed that into like you know living his dream or whatever you know he, sure. he's probably a bad example he went through a lot um but yeah um it's a better problem to have than most you know like oh no i'm recognized for being mm -hmm. famous for this one role but as an actor it is a curse yeah sure well, let's go with paulie shore paulie shore i feel like he's living his best life and he hasn't been any character besides Polly shore his entire life but it works for him because he's got a famous name last time i saw Polly shore and anything i think was he was in um entourage and he wasn't allowed in the playboy mansion because the last time he was there he tried to steal monkeys <laughs> <laughs> um i've, I've seen paulie shore on some comedy podcasts and he's still the same person he just lives his life as the same thing but he still makes money and he's 
His mom was the owner of the comedy store, so he's big into like really? the comedy scene. Oh, Mitzi scene, Shore, so. yeah. Yeah. Huh, I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, we're talking about uh, Pauly Shore because this movie sucks. And I do, okay, here we go. Let's dive into this. Why do you like this movie? Like, what is it about this movie? This movie sucks. Well, I said it's my favorite romantic comedy. And I it's because I like the whole Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell interaction. The, you know, putting on the new suits. It's kind of like Pretty Woman a little bit. But for, for men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the, the whole thing. Especially since... um. It's kind of pers- I recognize Ryan Gosling's character a little bit in one of my cousins that I've known for a long time. Who's, I know your cousin. Yeah, li- literally slept with hundreds of women. So I recognize Ryan Gosling a little bit in this. <laughs> You're just like, how? But um, I-, I enjoy that interaction. Um, the more I watch it, though, the more I'm very aware of the kids in this especially that fuck on screen right now. And, <laughs> and I can't stand it. He just is the worst. Like the whole babysitter thing and all it just it's unnecessary. It should be more about the divorce and and about Cal hanging out with this uh stud, you know? I think it. I think they should drop this teenage stuff and focus on Julianne Moore and Emma Stone. So these female characters have something to work with. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, like if you peel back all of this, it's like, oh, this is just a man's romantic comedy that women. Because my wife stopped watching this after twenty minutes. She got annoyed at this. <laughs> it was weird. She was like, she's like, oh, this is annoying. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right, it is. Which is weird because this is like her. She enjoys romantic comedies, but maybe my sex cult films are rubbing yeah. off on her. The director's like, yeah, and then, and then what we're going to do is this high school is going to send tit pics. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's that's what we want. Like, it's unnecessary and weird. Okay, is this, is this funny? Is this supposed to be funny that a 17-year-old girl is doing this? I don't know. I think it's weird. Because all I feel... All I feel is like I'm watching American Beauty again. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is our hero? He's like fantasizing about a young girl like hold on like how is no one saying this is terrible (laughs) yeah it's like they're trying to make this like a pretty and pink kind of thing mixed with i i don't know no that's the perfect answer i don't know what they were going with this i think they just thought all these things are are kind of goofy and lighthearted. but if you think about it for you know more than 30 seconds it's like all this stuff is really dark and serious but they just play it like it's an episode of the office yeah it needs to be chopped by at least 30 minutes and they need to stop with the babysitter and the kid and they need to focus more on julianne moore steve carell and ryan gosling and emma stone or if you focus on the kids focus like focus on how a messy divorce complicates them so that the end when the kid's giving his speech he's acting out and being weird at school but it's a reflection of his parents marriage not of his deviant behavior right well like like i don't like i don't mind movies that are filled with cliches cliches are there something deeper has to be there of course but when you break cliches and have nothing there that has at least a heart to it it's creepy uh-huh like this, I like this yeah. scene. It's 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 not really new. It's 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 but 
I think it's because their interaction's nice and you can see in Julianne Moore's face like, oh, she, she misses him and she's right. seen some seer. Because it's about divorce. Or yeah, when you're mm-hmm. getting divorced, you're going to miss things about the other person. That's just how it is. Doesn't mean you need to go back, but it's it's a good commentary and that's where this movie can't figure out what it is. Or, or even worse, like, sure, you can go back, you can get remarried and fix things, but you have to make changes. And like you said earlier, no one makes any changes. He just dresses differently. Steve Carell, yeah, Steve Carell like, dresses differently, and she just has second thoughts. That's all that happens, because she's literally probably would have had sex with uh, Kevin Bacon, the scene before this, if Slutty Babysitter didn't decide to, like, walk in. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. She would have... She would have sucked David Lynn Hoggins hog. <laughs> and then David Lynn Hoggins just stuck with his dick in the hand at the at the end of this movie. He's just like, yeah, fuck you, David. And he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> She'd get it right on the Hogwarts Express. Yay! Oh, you already made a Hoggin Dawes joke. That's why, that's why I mixed it up. Yeah, it's good. I like it. The Hoggin Wartz Express. <laughs> yeah, I- Oh, Hagen General Awards Express. <laughs> uh, but S- Steve Carell, though, what's he been in lately? Um, he was in that The Women of Morrowind, which I didn't see because it looks like trash. Yeah. Um, is it the one where he like got beat up by Nazis or something? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like a nerd, and he he's like a town of little like action figures. He was in um. I think he was in that John Stewart movie about politics that came out this year. I didn't see that because political agenda things are not really my thing. John Stewart, man, um, he can be a bit much. But who would have thought uh, the Daily Show is not the same without him? And I don't dislike Trevor Noah, but yeah, his take on it's yeah, younger and kind of faster paced. So it's it's there. I just think the the past you know four years. Any political commentary is very, you know what it is, and it's like, eh, and I just, people are I just worn don't out. Anymore. <laughs> it was different back then, I guess. Yeah, I miss the Colbert Report. <laughs> satire. <laughs> you can't break satire. Satire is delightful. Okay, so here we go. So this is the scene right here. Is Steve Carell talking to Cal, and they're having a friend moment, but he hasn't talked to him. I don't know. I guess in a couple months because. If she's taking him to meet mom and he's like smitten, it has to be a couple months, right? There's no way this organizer yeah. falls in love overnight unless this movie's stupid, which I think it is. So it's been months, so they don't have a good friendship. Because, like, sure, maybe time passes, you don't talk to someone, but if you know someone's leaving messages saying, I need help, help me, and you ignore them, that's not really a friend. I mean, I ignore your help messages all the time. <laughs> Uh, well, our my help message is for the podcast. We <laughs> shit about this podcast. Like, if I had a legitimate like concern and crisis, I need you. To... <laughs> you come over here with, with, with like a suit of armor and like a a long sword to fight whatever dragon I had to fight. Help! Someone's dropping my house, Shane. I'm tired though. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get it at five. Fuck off, <laughs> Shane. I need to, I need a place to stay. My wife left me. Like here, at, at my house. <laughs> I don't know. We got a futon and we got an inflatable mattress, but I don't think you like that. I'm good. Actually, I'd be like, hell yeah, brother. Boys day out. Woo! Like, my uh, fiance would be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I 
That's what my wife says when you come, whenever you come over. <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, Shane, put yourself in the in the shoes of this parent. Okay, okay. You open up a drawer and find pictures of your child nude, gonna be sent to a friend of yours. Would your first response be the JJ? <laughs> I, I would. Oh, the JJ. <laughs> so my point is, would your first response be that, or would your first response be? screaming and crying and telling your bald husband here to get his gun? What I would say is I'd open that and be like, well, you didn't teach her that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, honey. This is what I've been trying to get you to do for fucking years, and our daughter's already just a pro. <laughs> Wasted potential in no way condones any behaviors done by these parents or these children. I would look at her and be like, are you fucking high? <laughs> I might do what he did, though. I might be like, I'm going to go for a walk. No, you're not, Shane. I'll be right back. <laughs> Daddy, why'd you eat your rifle? Just, uh, you might want to just call the cops and send them to this address as I'm heading there now. Daddy's going to commit a 187. <laughs> <laughs> On the motherfucking block. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's going to bump some uh, chips in Tupac and go to war. <laughs> Cal, right up top, motherfucker. I'm gonna cut your dick off for each photo my daughter sent you. <laughs> now, is this before the internet? Because she did Polaroids with like a letter, which I guess is meant to like show that she's young and like childish. Uh, no, because it's 2011. So this is my this is MySpace and Facebook age, bro. Yeah, so she, this would be on the internet. Like it should have been. Cal opens his phone and goes. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> The only problem is the parents couldn't find it, so they had to write a convenient Polaroid thing because kids use Polaroids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I ruining your wonderful movie? <laughs> hey, who dressed that kid? Uh, who bought him the Dumb and Dumber suit? Who? Okay, my mom would force me to cut my hair if it looked terrible. Uh-huh. I don't know. This These parents need to be arrested for that, hair, that kid's haircut. It's a fashion crime. Man, this is kind of weird to do during a divorce like if i was her i'd be pissed because i'd be like um cal what the fuck are you doing like i can't act like a bitch in front of the kids because like no to, to his defense he knows that she loves him because he called uh, remember oh by the way this is a great reveal i remember in the theaters like oh look at that that's a fun <laughs> reveal oh that's it's right because he twist reveal he says nana all the time yeah, I think it's a good setup and it pays off. It's not enough for me to give a shit about this movie. But I remember in the theater going, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. It worked. Awkward. <laughs> but now Emma Stone has nothing to do at all because it's broken. And even later in the, in the upcoming scene, he tells Emma Stone to call his dad and she refuses. Yeah. So she has no agent of action. It's just literally Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell doing a, a man bond and mansplaining the problems to these women. Yep. I, I do like that he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I like the scene. These these confrontation yeah. scenes are ridiculous, over the top, and unbelievable, but they are at least fun. Yeah, they fit. That's weird. That, that poor... He doesn't even need a daughter. She does nothing. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Like, uh, Emma Stone has no character, but that little girl has... Yeah. And she's an actress. Like, she's uh, actually a big actress. Her name's L. King. She's been in things. Hmm. But yeah, I can't tell you what I can't tell you what she's been in because I don't care. But she's been in things. <laughs> Break up right now, right here. Break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I no, this scene's fun. It's got it's everyone's doing really well. It's quick. It's moving. It's a good comedy scene. And and obviously from the side, he jumps in and tackles it. Well, great. this is the first time that Steve Crow acts like a dad too. For once, you know what I mean? Like he acts yeah. like a man. Oh yeah, no, he's a bad. He's like a terrible father. He gets all his advice from his kids. He doesn't spend any time with them. The first chance he sees them, he calls babysitter in to go like grab ass with uh, Brian Gosling. He's a terrible father. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was a divorced dad, though. Jesus, this man's hulking out. <laughs> I would never say, hey, you're a good dad. <laughs> I would still, if my daughter was like, no, 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 you don't get it. I love him. I'd be like, okay, I'm still going to kill him. <laughs> Nick, and this is where even my first viewing i was like okay this is stupid his son's like are you kidding me dad mm-hmm. like oh this is the best freaking kevin bacon just like am i interrupting and I like how Ryan Gosling is the one that punches him. <laughs> you know what you did to my friend. <laughs> Hold my douchebag ring. <laughs> uh, I would have preferred to be punched by Steve Carell. This is this is the best scene in the movie. Just all of them acting yeah. like idiots. Yeah, and they're all just like he's like he's like you don't even know how to fight. <laughs> Why are you grabbing? <laughs> and it's cute because in real life, one of them would have their face being slammed into concrete and it'd be really violent and ugly, but. <laughs> Like, but this is a perfect kind of juxtaposition of the women are just standing there, can't do anything, and these men are just fighting for no reason. This is a perfect like understanding of the movie. <laughs> You're all going to prison. so <laughs> I have more important things to do. <laughs> uh, what were we saying, though, before uh, I like this seed? Nothing important. Oh, you know what I'm going to bring up I haven't mentioned yet? Is this is the stupidest name for a film? Really? I think it's stupid, and I did a little bit of research because I wanted to know who named this shit. Because I was like, I'm gonna blame them. So apparently, Steve Carell hated this uh, name because he's a producer on right. this. So he, they, they had a, um, they had like a, a, a uh, like a staff kind of poll, and Steve Carell said, "I'll give you a reward for the best name," and this is the best name they had. And uh, Steve Carell, originally, they were going to call it the Wingman, but they didn't like it. So instead, they got Crazy Stupid Love, and I'm like, that's just, like, nonsense. The Wingman sounds too much like a 70s, like, weird yeah. thing. No, it, that, that's even worse. Wingman's even worse. But I'm, Crazy Stupid Love is just, like, I think a nonsense title. I'm going to go put a suit on now, though. I want to look like Ryan Gosling. We should only podcast in suits. I only, I guess I look like Ryan Gosling. So, according to according to one drunk person, I sure. can't wait to. I'm taking that to the bank. My wife's an alcoholic. <laughs> she doesn't even like you. My wife's <laughs> <laughs> an alcoholic, and she doesn't like you. <laughs> doesn't like you. I don't like you either. <laughs> uh, listen to our Star Wars podcast. It's really good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, which one? Because at this time we've... Oh, speaking of which, I guess this is our first commentary track of 2021. So Oh, shit! We're back! Yeah, we're back. W- w- welcome. We're going to do many more of these. Uh, we got many good ones lined up for this season. I know you're going to wait. This is a podcast. How is there seasons? Because we want it to be seasons, so fuck off. Um, 
We'll probably release a trailer for season two in the middle of season two, so have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because fuck it, this is our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, you don't know we backlog a lot of stuff, but this one we actually recorded. Yeah. Um, Pretty close to the deadline, so we'll, we'll see if this actually gets out. Yeah, if you all <laughs> want to send us lots of money, then we'll quit our day jobs and uh, do this full time. It's up to you, you know. But if not, then we're going <laughs> to fucking do this, so suck our dicks. And I will verbally harass you until you make me... <laughs> Sons of bitches, send money! Shane uh, learned all of his, uh, his podcast news from Ryan Gosling in this movie. Just gonna neg you until until you. How do him. we get sponsored by Blue Chew or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of we're uh, sponsored by incels. Manscape. Everyone's sponsored by Manscape. Why don't we get a Manscape? <laughs> shave your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shave my taint. Yeah, I'll shave my taint, and I'll I'll talk about all the taints. <laughs> I'll shave your taint for Manscaped. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. It's gone too far. What's another big... There's Manscaped that sponsors everybody. MeUndies. Uh, Stamps.com, MeUndies. Oh, yeah, um... MeUndies and Stamps. I love Stamps. I'll stamp your taint right now. <laughs> this has been the past two minutes of us shilling out, trying to make money, and no one wants to touch us with the 10-foot pole because you said the word... 14 times so far in this podcast. I, I like how I'm like, you should bleep that out. And you're like, if I bleep it, people are going to think you said something even worse. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that guy's a... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that happened in one of our podcasts. I was like, if I bleep this out, it's going to sound way worse than it actually is. <laughs> uh, people are going to say, why do you bleep it? It's a podcast. Because truthfully, we think bleeps are funnier. So, and it's our podcast. That are some of us have day jobs. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, God help me the day that my job finds this. Oh, drink. He's got a yeah. beer in front of him. Oh, she's... Why is she judgment judging him? Cocktail servant. I want to call people cocktail servant. I know, that's, that's a pretty great one. You cocktail servant. Um, I've had numerous different alcohol drinks throughout the entire day of my life, especially in college, and I've never had someone judge me. They're like, hey... Want another one because the more you drink, the more you'll give me in tips. That's true. The only person that's ever judged me is my wife. <laughs> really? And God. And God. <laughs> I like that he, he did this that. This is annoying. I I think it's annoying that he's like, you mean you, 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 like, ugh. Uh, I just. Ugh. So right now, if you're not watching the movie, which I hope you're not watching and giving this movie any more money than we already have, Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell are having their man-to-man -man moment because it's about men. Forget you ladies. You don't have a say in this movie. That's right. But I do like what he's saying. There's one line I like, and he said, I've seen too much. That's yeah. good. Because it's true. If you were like that, you wouldn't be okay. You'd be like, no, I've, I've seen way too much. Yeah, no, that's the whole, like, dad thing, is I don't have kids, and I hope to Christ I don't have kids. But if, like, I guess every father doesn't want to, like, you know, know about their son-in-law's past, because whatever it is, no matter how clean or how graphic, too much. That is one thing, that everyone's always like, oh, you know, you do the big dad meeting, and I'm like, I've never been afraid of the dad meeting. 
I'm like, what? And I'm like, because I know in the end, I'm going to have sex with your daughter. So you can be as mean as you want to be. Oh, my Christ. But my penis will be inside your daughter. So I, you might as well just be nice to me because God knows what I'm going to do to your daughter later. Like, <laughs> and I never understood why dads don't like me. <laughs> so if you're asking the question, did, did Shane drink before the podcast started? The answer is probably yes. <laughs> but no, like when, when you're big dicking as a dad, that's something you have to, to know. Then it it doesn't matter how much you big dick, because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> it's and if you're I don't know I enjoy my I, I enjoy my father-in-law so I don't really have any qualms. Hmm. I say that, but I've never had anyone truly mean to me. I've never had to be like I'm gonna shoot you, you know? Like oh oh man, I've had so many things like that. Really? I've had so oh man, growing up when I was in high school. High school dating, my God, I've had so many dads be absolutely like cocks to me. Huh. And I was just like, oh, this is not fun. Yeah, I've never, I never had anyone actually be like, I've had them be like, all right, home by ten, right? And you're like, okay. That's no, okay. see, well, when I got out of high school, it was easier. I think it's just because you know you're dating when you're young, mm-hmm. like, you know, your kid's young. So when I started like for realsy dating, got of college, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, as an adult. She's going to make good decisions. She's smart enough. That's why if I have a daughter, she'll just live in the attic until 18, and I'll send her straight to college. (laughs) (laughs) She'll go to a Catholic uh, girl school. God knows. Get with the priests. The priests like boys. You know that. Hey, we did it. We did it. We did it. We We almost made it. Okay, uh, moving yeah, yeah, we did almost. Uh, really quickly, uh, since I'm bored and this movie sucks, uh, what was your worst date? Oh, oh. Since we're doing Valentine's Day and stuff, and we're just talking about cocks and dads and stuff. I've had a lot of bad ones. Um. Okay. Well, give me one and don't give names. Oh, one was when I was single. I went on a date with a girl that I met on a uh, app. We show up, seems like we had a rapport, we sit down, it is a Wednesday night, and I, I, we went to this Mexican restaurant, and I work for a living, right? So I had to get up early the next day, so we show up at this restaurant, and she goes, hey, let's get shots, and I was like, oh, I, I gotta work early, I was just gonna do beers, and she's like, oh, you're that kind of person. <laughs> this is at the beginning of the date. Mm-hmm. And... In the middle of the day, she goes, oh, I, I just thought you'd be different, so. And I'm like, um, what? And she keeps pounding shots and is making fun of me for not taking shots on a Wednesday night. And I like to party, but I was like, I, I was like, literally, if we just go on Friday night, I'll do all the shots with you. But it's fucking Wednesday night. And then she drove home. <laughs> so I like to think that I got the better of that one. But <laughs> this shows my uh, my priorities because my first thought was, who paid for those shots? I did. I paid for them. Yeah, that, that's why I'd be upset. I'd be like, I'm not paying for your alcoholism. This was, you know, I obviously it wasn't like some saint or anything, but I wasn't even looking to go home with her that night. I was like just looking to get a date out of the way, see if we were interested. 
on a Wednesday night, just a quick dinner, have a couple beers, a couple laughs, you know, see what happens. But she was like, you're really not going to drink? I was like, I'm drinking. I've had three beers. Like, <laughs> it's a Wednesday night. <laughs> and she was just like insulting me. I was being nagged. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pussy drink. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. I was like, Christ, I'm an adult. But, uh, what about yours? I was trying to think here, because I... I've had, like, dates I'm not proud of. I'm trying to think of the worst one, though. I don't count high school, where, like, my mom discovered me dating and, like, screamed at me in public. But <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I miss those days. <laughs> those are some fun times. Uh, um... Well, this is a fun one. Like, when I first met my wife, actually, we met through a friend. And really quickly, I'm going to go really quickly because this movie's almost over. And um, I didn't I didn't actually talk to my wife. I talked to a friend of a friend. The friend gave me an address in the middle of nowhere with no lights. I was sitting in this random cul-de-sac. I didn't know where I was. I was freaking out because I couldn't get a hold of the friend because we are supposed to have a game night. And then eventually, we like I'm sitting out there for 20 minutes. And then they said, oh, yeah, that's the address. So I walk up to this dark house. And then the parents answer the door and say, I am here to meet so-and-so. And they go, oh, they're not here. I'm like, what? <laughs> So, they, so then they said, oh, you can come in. So then I met the parents before I met my wife. And then they're knocking knock on a door. I think it's them. It's another guy comes up to the door, too. So apparently this best friend was, like, throwing a bunch of guys to come hang out. Oh, Jesus. First day just party. shotgunned it. <laughs> I know, right? Right? And then I know where uh, my now wife and her best friend show up with other friends. And they come on in. And they start, like, playing board games and partying and hanging out. And apparently it's like a competition between this other guy and I to fight for my wife's hand. And I was like, this is so uncomfortable and weird. And then we, I think, and then, and, and then I made a joke. Like, uh, she, like her, like she, I saw her comb and a bunch of hair was falling out. I said, what do you got? Cancer. And then she starts like crying saying she has cancer. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then it turns out she's got a really good sense of humor and just played it off. I was like, oh, at least you got a sense of humor, but I don't even know who you I are. Don't even know who you are. So that was our first interaction. I was like, this is a nightmare. Eventually we got coffee and we were fine. But oh my god, that was our first interaction. I mean, you had to kill the other guy. You know. Oh, I did. It was it was uh, Highlander. <laughs> yeah, there could only be one. Uh, I'm just going to finish my beer because I hate this. Um, they need to definitely proofread children's speeches for a graduation. Because uh-huh. let them just go, you know, off the cuff like he's a stand-up comedian or an improver. I'd like to think that as a teacher she'd have more professionalism in front of kids but well if you well, if you scream i've gone down on you for 45 minutes and didn't like do the whole thing towards you uh, i think you got some screws loose yeah we need to go we, we need to go to a teacher convention and see if the the, the truth is out there I, I need to see if i can see if marissa tomei teachers really exist love you honey <laughs> i have no comment um the last 15 minutes of this movie are miserable and awful, and this is like the final nail in the coffin of this is the most schmaltzy, stupid thing. And then we get to the ending, ending, and then I just want to die. Yeah, I will agree. This limps to the finish. Like, wh- where's the other dads? are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm here for my child's graduation, not for you to like. To pontificate about your marital problems, asshole. Like, we would be sitting in the back being like, that's good, bud. Move along. 
It's no, fun. I wouldn't even do that. I'd be like, shut up. Like, no one cares about your big nose problems, dude. Sit down. It's like, all he had to do was go up there and be like, sorry, uh, I think we all know my, my son's speech sucks. Sorry, bud. Like, uh, congratulations, class of 2015, you know, or whatever, like, and then take his kid off. Not, I love my wife. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. That or these these awful, like, principles is like, yeah, we're just going to let him go. Because, you know, he paid for his 60 seconds, so he has a minute. He has to take that minute. Otherwise, uh, his graduation's ruined. One guy's like, I heard, I heard he was getting with the 8th grade teacher. <laughs> How, we want David Linhagen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed that scene there. So that, that's the ending, I guess. Remember when uh, when the, the uh, he says she's all yours, David, and he says great, and she goes, "That's nice." So that was the ending of David Linhagen. Is he's because if I was David Linhagen and I got punched in the mouth for a woman that doesn't even want to like acknowledge that we're an item, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck off. I'm not gonna spend time with you." Yeah, she's the problem. It's her. She's the one who can't commit to Steve Carell or David Huge Pants Linhagen. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd be like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And she's like, I... That's me. That little kid loves me. Yeah. Why would you... I have no understanding of boundaries, and I shouldn't be here because I sent him new pictures, but he's here. This is so cringeworthy. Like, what kind of human being would let their kid say... I'd be like, shut the fuck up. God, you're such a this weirdo. This is Shane's favorite rom-com. It is. It's one of my favorites. Ryan Gosling, God, great looking dude. But um, yeah, I feel like this sh- is Shane's favorite. <laughs> the one that ends with child pornography is Shane's favorite. Oh rom-com. God, here we go. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so child pornography exchange, like. Yeah, well, I guess before we get there, this is nice. Uh, Steve Carell makes a little joke, and Ryan Gosling's actually afraid of this like pumpkin. He's actually going to hurt him, which you know he's not. But uh, it's it's cute. I get it. It's fine. He accepts it. Yeah. My friend's gonna bone my daughter. I'm cool with it. I like this. Oh, I like the slap. I like that he slaps him now. Oh, drink. drink. That's the last drink. And I'm officially out of beer. Oh, there's another slap. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go bear a bottle. I shotgunned beers again the other day. Holy cow. That was uh, rough. It was Coors. That's the only beer. Oh, that and Bud Light, you're legal. Or and Paps, you're legally allowed. Oh, and Natty Ice, you're legally allowed to shotgun. God, I had to shotgun in a long time. I forgot how hard it is. I mean, call me a pussy, but Jesus. There's a uh, beer that's only sold in Arizona called Big Tire. Not Fat Tire, Big Tire. And you can buy it for 50 cents a can. <laughs> <laughs> My sweet Jesus. Why is she happy? Like she shouldn't even be there. I'm, I'm just gonna be quiet. You can talk to yourself for this shit. This, this is, this is despicable. Like he should apologize, and she should be like, "It's okay." No, I jerk off to you with this hand. Yeah. Oh my. You like my dad, so then you want to fuck my dad, so then you're gonna want to fuck me because I like to be a cuckold too. What? I- I get it. As a kid, I had a huge crush that I was obsessed with for like three or four years. Probably longer. It was a long time. But she was my age. Like, it wasn't like I was lusting after a college student. Like, 
Okay, she, okay, she's only four years older. I don't care about that. My problem is Steve Carell tells the kid he's so intelligent, understands love, and then he does this. Like, are you out of your mind? Are you taking your kid's advice? This little psychopath, Dexter in the making. What's wrong with him? And she's going to prison. She just handed. I hope she they just all go handed to a fourteen-year-old naked photos of herself. How, how did no one arrest Dan uh, Fogarty of CCR and just be like, <laughs> "You shouldn't be writing movies, Dan. Stick to." Protest songs against Vietnam War. Don't be writing songs <laughs> or movies about about young love. How dare you? How dare you, Dan? Stop doing rom-coms and get back in the studio and take on Nixon again. CCR needs money. You Go know sing it. songs with Dave dead. Grohl, you fuck. Like, I think CCR... Is he dead? He might be. He's definitely old. He looks like a fucking serial killer. I told you he's Dexter. Uh, and like... John Fogarty. He's still alive. Hey! Sorry, John, if you're listening. <laughs> no, you should be ashamed of yourself, John, right in the shit. Is it your son that made this film? <laughs> <laughs> you should all be arrested. Oh, I have one more. I have one last uh, celebrity. I hey! Ready? Okay, the queen of banged everyone in Hollywood, Madonna. Oh. Madonna has dated Tupac Shakur... Shaquille O'Neal, David Blaine. Which one's a lie? Wow! This... There are so many others, but those are my top three favorites. This is an excellent one. This is a hard one. I don't think she did Shaq. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. You're hey, good. she didn't you do Shaq! Four... Nope. You are four out of five. Well done. David Blaine, Bone Madonna, and Tupac? Dude, Google it. Google the list. Her name. Well, she was married to Guy Ritchie for a while. She's done <laughs> everybody. Alex Rodriguez. Everybody. So you could have a fun field day just looking at all those things. Wow. Oh, the woman directed this. You should be ashamed of yourself, lady. Glenn Ficarra and John Requa. Requa. It's Glenn. It's a woman. Glenn. Wow. What a, oh wait, it's Glenn. Glenn's a man's name, right? What a weird kill list. I think it goes either way because Glenn Close. Okay. Well, be ashamed of yourself, Glenn Close, and John Fogarty for writing and directing this movie. You should be ashamed, Glenn Close. You're a poor man's Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, this comes to the end of the podcast where Shane recommends this movie and I don't. Shane, would you recommend this movie? have to i like this movie just understand that there's weird themes in it that i didn't quite remember uh that shouldn't be in there but i mean the ryan gosling and steve carell parts are fun it's not a bad movie don't pay money for it only see if it's free yeah as a podcast we've together combined spent seven dollars and 60 something cents on this movie and (laughs) that's all they deserve but no, um, I, I wouldn't. This is not my kind of movie, and I think there's so many problems with it. That it's not for me. I like romantic comedy, so maybe next year for Valentine's Day, I'll pick one that's not about sex cults, but maybe it's got some romance in it that's not this one that ends in child pornography. <laughs> we'll watch Spawn. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, Thank you again to our sponsors. Uh, hopefully one day we'll be sponsored by Manscaped, Blue Chew, Magic Spoon, MeUndies, Stamps.com, ExpressVPN. The Slap Chop. <laughs> the Slap Chop. ShamWow. 
Oxyclean. Uh, Lucas Ranch. Um, <laughs> um, the Catholic Church. Just anyone that wants to send money. Once again, we my promise stands. If you can send us enough money that each of us makes $100,000 a year, I'll quit my job and we'll just uh, be podcasters. But till then, fuck yourselves. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you got laid. And if not, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you really enjoyed yourself. <laughs> and please do not dabble in child pornography. Yeah, don't. Apparently Pornhub scrubbed itself, though. I didn't know that. Oh, good. Oh, good. What a high quality standard to not deal in that. Still a good lot job. of weird step stuff, but, you know. Oh, I guess, we, I guess we know too much about your Valentine's Day night plans. Love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we said too much. Bye. Bye. Okay, anything else? Um. Oh, I'm at um, 16 seconds. I'm at, I see some lady's foot. You see some lady's foot, you say. It says, indistinct conversations is some... It's like the under the table, like, shows all the feet at the beginning. Uh, I mean, uh... Yeah, yeah, I see a foot. Uh, 45 seconds? I'm at 16. Are you watching this, like, for free or something? Fun? I'm watching it on Prime. Uh, Prime, I mean, like, I paid for it. I'm at 16. I have 45. What did you see for 45 seconds? Oh, I was looking at the wrong foot. (laughs) It's right after after Warner Brothers fades. Let's let's introduce this before we get too off the rails so I can start drinking heavily. I just want to make sure they're right fucking timestamps so we don't screw this up. It's what you sound like. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay, fuck you. Go ahead. Do your shit. Do your fucking intro. All right. All right. Well, now I'm thrown off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm all riled up and, and i'm throwing off i can't keep, see keep thinking that women are going to take over the world and us men have to stand together and i don't know i've been reading that newsletter a lot it's really informative <laughs> should hillary clinton this eats children <laughs> <laughs> i thought she ate kittens and puppies she has a diverse diet apparently <laughs> <laughs> needs a variety of refuge <laughs> Uh, it's okay. Trump's starting his own Nazi party or whatever the fuck he's doing now, so... <laughs> okay, let's get back on the rails here. Alright. Don't let Ronnie get you down, everybody. This is a great, great movie. I enjoy it. Don't let the world get you down right now. I know right now, seems like everyone hates each other. We kind of do. But just remember, we've always hated each other. Since the beginning of time, humans have hated each other. And look at all the great things we've done. I mean... We hated the British, that's why we exist today. Mongols hated the world, that's why the world exists today. So just remember, hate is a good thing sometimes. I'm getting drunk. I'm really drunk.